Hello and welcome to The Sit Down, the weekly podcast where we catch ourselves and everyone in it tuning in and the latest in gaming, sports, and plenty of things in between. Today is February 7th, 2020, and I'm your host, James. Also known as Audi Yost, I'm joined by Brett, also known as Voltic. Yo. And Brandon, also known as Glendoni. Brandon's muted for me. Hello? I'm great at this. Anyway, uh, <laughs> off to a great start, guys. Aren't we? Before we get into the main talks for today, I want to let everybody tuning in to know that starting next podcast, we'll be able to join into our monthly giveaway of a $10 Amazon, Xbox, PlayStation, or Steam gift card of the winner's choice. Now, over to James with sports. In sporting yeah. news, uh, the Daytona 500 kicks off the 16th. And uh, but on to real sports, the All Star Games for the NBA is also then too. So like that would be where the viewers are probably real in at. Um, yeah. So if you guys didn't know, uh, trade deadline uh, has come and went. I guess you could say. Yes, sir. A uh, couple major deals that went down. Uh, Andre Drummond was uh, traded from Detroit to the Cavs. Uh, this is really a move that. Uh, a lot of people had expected that he was going to be moved. They just didn't know where. Um, he had said publicly that he did not mind actually playing for the team. That that's where he was going to be at. But uh, he had an opt-out clause after this season, which is probably what a deal go. Probably test the market, see what he can get. Uh, so it frees up a lot of cap space uh, for Detroit to then pursue more free agents as they go on. Um and I think the move, the move of the day, is from Golden State. Uh, uh, they, were, they, they got, they got Andrew Wiggins, which, as everybody knows, like he was a part of the, the deal that got Kevin Love to Cleveland. Yep. And a, a an all around about like thing. Um. If anybody who did follow sports, Carl uh, Anthony Towns, had requested and pushed and did basically everything he could do to keep or to, to get um can't think of his name sorry wait uh, no no he, he, uh, Russell? Russell, he yeah he wanted D'Lo he wanted he wanted yeah. D'Lo to come with him help me right he, he, he wanted he wanted him on the squad uh so Cat finally gets what he wants uh really Golden State like they, they acquired a future a, I think it's a next year's pick and it's top three protected, which means if it's unpro- if if the if the wolves are able to, or if they finish with the one, the first, second, or third pick, they are then um, like it, it remains their pick. But if not, then the pick goes to uh, Golden State, which uh, this draft isn't deep. They've said like based on people that scout it and do it for a living. Uh, so that's a that's a big like. So they're they're already. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're already expected not to be a good team as it, as they sit. Like they're they're without Clay Thompson. Draymond Green has not been the player they've looked for, and Steph Curry's been out. He's played yep. a whole five games this year, I think it is. Um. Yeah. So really, building for the future in Wiggins. I'm, I'm not. I didn't do any research on like what his contract status is. Like I figure he'll probably get a higher end max deal when they can finally sign him. Because they'll, they'll get the bird rights that come along with it, because he had stayed in uh, Minnesota for so many years, so he has he has bird rights service time, so they can go over the luxury cap 
and everything to sign him. So that that's that'll be nice. So next year they'll be looking at having the the two guard play out of Thompson and Curry, and then you'll have Wiggins play the three. Uh, Draymond have a solid, solid lineup, lineup for sure. Dr- Draymond Draymond will be back in his normal like bring the energy and the toughness guy, but like outside that he's he's not much more than that though, which is kind of disappointing. Like signed the big four year hundred million dollar deal and has has less than nine in every category that he like points, rebounds, and assists. Like not exactly the the player who, you're looking for. Who is Detroit's big players right now? They got what Blake Griffin. That's about it. They've yeah, uh, that's Derek about Rose. It. Derek Rose been playing really well this yeah, year. Yeah, he's, he's been, been popping off lately too. Staying healthy and getting himself right, which is you know always good for the league. Like D Rose was always everybody rooted for him. Like when he went to Chicago and like that was his home. Like he grew up 30 yep. minutes from you know what I mean where they play. Went which to school is, with Casey. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I'll, I'll stand, stand by, by the statement, statement if. Derrick Rose stayed healthy early in his career would have been would have went down as one of the all-time greats, 100%. I'll always stand by that. And he not, I honestly think so. The, he's, in my opinion, a better version of Russell Westbrook. Like, plays with that enthusiasm, like, that kind of energy. Like, I loved watching him in his first couple of years. His, his athleticism for the time was unmatched. Probably yep. the closest person we've had since then is Westbrook. Yep. Uh, a lot of a lot of similarities there, and I don't know. Like I, I the year he won MVP, mm-hmm. like every, every, everybody's made the case that like LeBron should have won it because LeBron has literally been that good yeah. every year he's been in the league. Like it's like it's crazy that like I mean good for him for winning it, but like like I don't know. Like pe- pe- people, the way people talk about what uh, talk about Rose. In, but if you if you like maybe maybe eventually we'll do a, like a stat comparison of the two right for yeah for over so many years to see their their averages like prime D Rose hold on one second okay you you were echoing in the Twitch for a second so I just want to make sure am I good I think you're good hello yeah you're good now okay um. Yeah, but I think I think we'll we'll make a note of it. Uh, we'll do some deep dive into the stats. I'd like I'd like to see it. Like, yep, I would too. Because West Westbrook gets trashed for the way that he goes after boards and things of that nature, yeah. and like how the people yeah. say he's he's stat he's a stat, stat is, is basically what people, people call him. Yeah. But you have to do that against nine other players. That's the thing that like like yep. you can do it to an extent against your own team, and they might let you have one or two here in there, but. You you have five other guys on the like, like unless everybody's be, being boxed out every single possession, and everybody knows that's not happening. Like that's, right. you know what I mean. Like plays happen and people are just bigger and physical and whatnot. Like, like old boy's just he's he's a, a force to be reckoned with. Yep. And like it, it's kind of unfair that Westbrook gets that kind of treatment that yet yet the D Rose right won MVP and. I, I love, love watching, watching Russell Westbrook play. play. Like, like I, I love seeing enthusiasm because he. You get a lot of like lackluster, not a lot of energy a lot of times. And like when you see someone like every single play, just yes. nonstop going, I love seeing it. I what, love what, watching what, that. Westbrook is the guy that you want on your team, saying, "I'm gonna go to war with that guy." Like that, he is the guy. <laughs> Why would I be 
Mm. Are we experiencing technical Yeah, there is some technical difficulties, and you can thank my wife because she's watching this. Um, <laughs> in Twi- at least on Twitch, we're fine, but Brett is doubled. Everything he's saying is doubled on himself. Mm. Are you? Do you have your microphone muted in Skype? Everybody's muted, yes. Yeah, yeah I'm muted in Skype. Uh, up there, there it is. is. Okay, now say something. Now else. we should be good. Thank you for that. <laughs> should be good now. For some reason, I guess using the NDI source, I think is what it is. Must have it, enabled my uh, my ca- or my microphone and my camera. So we should be good now. All right. So back to <laughs> more back to sports. Yeah, sports. Let's Go sports. Love sports. Um, <laughs> interesting topic to talk about. Uh, now that the NFL season is over, uh, the XFL is right around the corner, boys. XFL. Yes, sir. The prime entertainment brought to you by Vince McMahon himself. <laughs> Finding a way to get on airwaves. And, hey, as a guy who's created a business for... 20 plus years already like proven i'm excited i can't yep. wait to watch it like it'll be on my tv tomorrow and we got some <laughs> buckeyes in there too i know cardell jones is in there is mm-hmm. uh who are some of the other ones that i saw just notable buckeyes i'm gonna have to look into it some more but yeah it's non-stop football from now on yeah i um did a little research into the the rules of it which is uh similar both to the nfl and the college uh, I like the adaptation. Like it, it is the league itself will be geared towards keeping the games first of all close, safe, and entertaining. Like the the fans will like you probably won't want to turn away. Which the I'm interested to see how they run commercial breaks because it almost sounds like it's going to be like a soccer style where it's a running clock, but inside of the final two minutes of the second and fourth quarter. Um, there is every play is stopped until the the marker is then like until the ball is spotted. Okay. And then it's a I'll five right second. Back. There's a five second runoff after um like five second runoff off the off the play clock, and then it then the timer begins again, unless the play is is ran out of bounds or it's a first down, which then it's moving the chains reset, and then the ball gets you can snap on on site. Okay. Which it it, it opens up the um. Uh, they said it would open up a lot of teams to attack the middle of the field, where in the NFL, you really see it as they have to work the boundaries, you have yeah. to save your timeouts. The plays are almost always angled to the sidelines, you know, it's getting yes. to the sideline, yeah. Like yeah, I haven't looked up rules or anything on that, I've, I'll have to check into it. It officially uh, starts this weekend? It starts tomorrow. Tomorrow? What days tomorrow. do they play on? Uh, should be Saturday, Sunday. Oh, they play on Saturdays and Sunday, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And they have how many teams was it? Eight. There's eight teams. Eight teams. Should be easy to pick a favorite then. I I want to I want to dive into the rosters. Like I want to see guys that are like I wonder how many are guys that were in the NFL and then either didn't make it on the squad or like you know pretty much that's all that happened. Like if it's players, right? Or if it's guys looking to either like undrafted or looking to to make a return back to the NFL. 
Like you'll get plenty of, of feed on them, I guess, or like you'll get more tape. Um, is there is there an Ohio team in the XFL? I do not think so. No. The, the major ones I saw was uh, Texas got one. Um, actually, if you could just give me a second, I will bring it up. Yeah, I'm pulling we up have... some uh, notable players right here. Oh, boy. Um... What do, you, what do you think there, uh, Brandon? Uh, any oh, any any, any interest in watching the XFL? The, <laughs> do, you want, do you want to explain to me what the XFL is? The XFL? I'm glad you asked. It is a spinoff, more or less, of uh, NFL players and college players that are neither held to contract liabilities to one another. Uh, modified rules to where it is, in fact, its own league. Um, it the teams uh, you have the St. Louis Battlehawks big fan of that name already yeah. that sounds awesome uh, you have the Houston Roughnecks right you got the oh, I, know. I already got my team it's too bad sorry James <laughs> the uh, Los Angeles Wildcats the Tampa Bay Vipers the Dallas Renegades so or Texas getting two teams uh, you got the Obviously DC. They need it. <laughs> Washington gets the DC Defenders. Nope. Uh, you have the New York Guardians, the Seattle Dragons, which, based on the logo, they could they could have done a lot better. <laughs> um, am I getting all these right? Is this? As far as I know, that should be I'm eight. Seeing... I mean, there's there's more listed. See, huh. DC Defenders, Dallas Renegades, New York Guardians, St. Louis Battlehawks, Tampa Bay Vipers, Seattle Dragons, LA Wildcats. One, two, five, six. Well, that's seven. That's what I'm saying. Which I'm only looking at notable players, so maybe one team's just not looking too hot. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, speaking of notable players, like a few of them that they uh, kind of picked out here. Uh, you got Cardell Jones. He's number one on the list. Uh, mm-hmm. These are some QBs. Tyree Jackson, which... Did he play for the Chargers? Is that where he was at for a little while? Who? Tyree Jackson. I, I know I've heard the name before. Uh, we got Landry Jones. He was a backup for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. He's uh, at the Dallas Renegades. Matt McGloin. I think he was a Brown. McGloin played for a few teams. Yeah. Connor Cook, who came out of Michigan State. Yeah, he was uh, with Le'Veon Bell, wasn't he? They might have been there at the same time, actually, yeah. BJ Daniels, who played for the Jaguars for a little while, I think, and then was a backup for Pittsburgh, too, I think. Huh. Um, Josh Johnson, who was a backup for the Browns, I believe. Then we got... A lot of these I don't recognize, but Antonio Callaway, wide receiver, Cameron Callaway, Artis he was Payne. A, he was a Brown, actually. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cameron Artis Payne, running back, uh, Sammy Coates, wide receiver, uh, Lance Dunbar, running back. So it Cody sounds like Lee. plenty of people with NFL experience. Oh, yeah, a bunch of these guys. Oh. Will Sutton, who's a defensive tackle, who I think played for the Colts, I believe. I was thinking Bears, but... It might have been. 
Well, I mean, I mean they do something. have some notable players. I mean, and it's going to be interesting to see is the XFL going to have their own draft or are they basically going to be a fallback for the people who didn't make it into the NFL? Um, Cause there is a big money difference. They've came out with that, that there is a huge salary difference between the two leagues. I mean, obviously. Well, yeah. Cause you can't pay people what you're not bringing into for viewership and yep. stuff of that nature. Um, I don't know. I mean, they'll have to have some sort of, like amongst themselves draft, so it'll probably be after the NFL draft, right? Like, yeah, wait till yeah, wait would... till after that, or yeah, because you know players I... are going to be like, well, I'm going to wait and see if I get <laughs> taken to the NFL first before they hop over there. Well, they're they're starting this early, so I mean, they could run multiple seasons, true, like, rapidly. You know what yep. I mean? Like, because it's a lot less this, teams. Uh, it's it's only ten weeks long, and then I think it's a a, a championship game, and then like the title game like that's it like it's it is very quick moving they'll definitely have to find a way to entice players to go to the xfl over the nfl they have to find Mm -hmm. a way like something that sets them apart to pull them over so uh some of the things outside of the the running clock which we kind of talked about which is for brandon if you missed it um i did the, the the clock is constantly running. It is uh, it will not stop until it's the inside the two minute warning of the second and fourth quarters. Like that's the only time it'll be stopped, and that's on out of bounds plays until the ball is reset. And then there, if it's tackled inbounds, it's in a five second runoff from the play clock, and then then it start. Which um, their hopes there will be like almost like college where. In college, if you if you pick up a first down, the, everything stops until the chains are set, which allows you to actually get it up, get another ball off, mm-hmm. and either spike it or run more plays, which is what keeps the game so close at times when it's good teams. Is you, all you have to do is get ten yards, and you can you you don't have to work the out of bounds and have the tougher plays. Um, they have a double pass rule, right? Where in the NFL, it's if you or I guess in college too, or any other. Uh, walk of football uh, once you pass the ball forward once that's it like that's normally all it is but you if you so you could in theory go from the gun and then the quarterback or whoever could throw it forward to a receiver as long as they're still behind the line of scrimmage could hmm. then take the ball and throw it a second time which really? is which is you could run more option plays that way like you can pitch it forward and then run a another like the way I see it is, is using like a wing back set where you'd have the quarterback under center and then like a, a fullback tight end or fullback fullback halfback behind it behind him in the eye. And on the snap, the fullback would lead forward. Your quarterback would then bootleg with him, and then he could throw it forward to the fullback, who could then turn and throw it to a, a slant running receiver. Hmm. And you know what I mean? Like because it's 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 unconventional like it, oh yeah you normally can't do that <laughs> but to get to, to just almost it's a rugby style is like the is what i'm imagining being used out of it like that would be the the mobile quarterbacks will be what will probably have good success with it yeah they're um they score six points right but they don't kick extra points they don't like kickers they're against them <laughs> so so they get uh, get them out of here they they start players. they get the option to start from either the two yard line the five yard line or the ten 
and then obviously so if you start the closest you get one point if you make it uh, from the five you can get two points and then if you start from the ten and score you can score three points so it'll you'll throw crooked numbers up on the board quickly yep um, but it'll again like if you're down so many points like you can come back like you know what I mean like it's it'll be um, interesting to see that way their so, kickoffs I'll say do but, they not have can they not do field goals is field goals nope. not a thing they don't do field I, goals okay I don't think so they but, they might I didn't I didn't read anything like there was nothing special about that uh, their kickoffs again like this is a fan driven high in, high octane like atmosphere what they're creating so in the NFL in college the team starts in a in a straight line with the kicker basically back getting a running start at the ball and kicks off from their own 35 which normally leads to the the opposing team standing inside their own goal inside their their own end zone and when the ball get touches down like it's they they bring it out to the 25 right like if if no return is done and it it lands there it's that's it the xfl wants the just the kicker himself will start at his own 30 right and then the rest of his team will will be lined up on the opponent's 35 right uh, and then the receiving team starts on their own 30 so there's a five yard gap in between every single like all the entire receiving team will be five yards from all those defenders so they will instantly be blocked the moment the ball is kicked right oh okay um so instead of having guys running full force at each other like it'll eliminate injuries True. like you won't have you won't have guys going down and just as fast as they can hitting somebody like that yeah. that's like they will start five yards so you'll be able to block um, some defender going unblocked all the way down the field just nailing your return man yes yeah, that that won't happen because he's board. literally five yards from him on them like and their their team cannot move until the ball is kicked okay their their punting has actually similar rules to that is uh which normally the nfl and, and again every other walk of football uh they they reward punters for being accurate to pin uh to pin someone inside the the 20 yard line is what's considered a coffin corner right like you've you basically put them you put them in really bad field position yep again the xfl doesn't like kickers so they're going to penalize you for that (laughs) if the ball at any point right is kicked out of bounds and it's prior to their 35 it goes to the 35 so we're uh a lot of guys like they they'll, they'll run out and they'll run like rugby kicks which is they catch it from the pump formation sprint to one side of their strong leg yeah. and then they boot it away right and then like normally it has a side spin on it so like it hits and it goes out of bounds the xfl will have that to where that goes to that receiving team's own 35 which is fantastic field position yep. right because then you're you're if again assuming they have kicker or field goal um it, you basically need 30 yards which isn't a lot um they and that like it's out of bounds and or touchbacks it goes to the 35 so you you will do everything in your possible power to not kick it out of bounds so yeah yep. their, their theory their theory behind that was to keep uh to keep coaches going for it then uh their two-point conversion rule right yeah. um or no well that, that would be how they like after they score because you don't kick extra points like they that that's they would then go for two two or one, three one two or three <laughs> right um 
in overtime though, right? Which is they get five attempts, right? And it's to score as many two point conversions as possible. And you start two point conversions. Does that mean that they start from the same spot every time? Or do they get to pick? Okay. Sorry. They start from the five yard line. Um, If they score, that's two points, and they do it again, right? And then you have five total times, so you can score a maximum of ten points. Um, couple quirky things in it though, right? Is if if there's an which if there's a pre-play offensive penalty, which would literally be a delay game or a false start, uh, the ball gets moved back its normal five yards. If there is a defensive pre-snap, like an offsides or an encroachment, the ball is then moved to the one, and you retry the down, right? If if the offense runs a play and there's a face mask or something defensive penalty and it prevents like and it like that's the result of the play, the ball gets moved to the one and they try again. If it happens again at any point during that OT time, the score is automatically counted for that team. Oh. So you can't just constantly pass interfere people and then get away with it. Like you like for every then so or every Every defensive penalty outside of that would go, um, would be uh, trying to think here. I'm sorry. Um, they they would uh, like the the offense would continuously score. It's basically it. So there's going to be severe penalty or severe like consequences for penalties instead of, you know, they get inside the two yard line in the NFL. You have a offsides or whatever. It's half the distance. So at that point, like you're moving the ball literally inches. Yeah. Whereas the XFL, you know, that's that's going to turn into a score. In overtime, at least. Yeah, yeah. Outside, yeah, outside of it, would, it'd be standard stuff. Yes. Huh. So that's uh, that's all my big news that I have written down. Is there any like notable coaches that you guys have heard that's going to be in I the XFL? Not. No, I haven't heard anything about any coaches, honestly. I don't know if they're just going to have, you know, like dads out there coaching like they do in Little League. Or <laughs> Turning the hat back. Come on, champ. Yeah. Come Get on, in there. champ. <laughs> Come on, champ. So that's all your big sports news for this week? or? Uh, Yeah. That's, also, uh... UFC fight tomorrow. John Bones Jones comes back into uh, the UFC. Goes against... What's his name? Dominic Somebody Reyes. Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, Reyes is 12 and 0. Jones is 25 and 1. You know. I'm gonna say it right here, right? Second round elbows knockout. Yeah, Broke that's. It. I'd say that's goodbye. Possible. Yeah, I think. I think Jones has the edge, but I've heard a lot of stuff about Reyes though. So Jones, Jones is. If it isn't for his drug habit, is probably one of the best <sighs> fighters to ever grace himself inside of an octagon. Yeah. He's he's mean. Okay, so one thing I know that we didn't cover yet, or if you did, it was really fast and I really missed it, was the the, uh, the Hall of Fame stat thing. And the biggest thing for this, I think, especially with me, is I don't know who either of these people are. So, like, to me, even seeing the names, I don't know who's there. I don't know what's what. All right, and- so um, there were the, the inductees uh, for the Football Hall of Fame were announced... Saturday before mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, right? And there were 
obvious people that got in, uh, like Bill Cowher made it. Like he got, um, like he was elected as a coach, which for anybody who ever watched the game of football, Bill Cowher was the guy that yes, like you watched and he, he's, he's a dude. Like he's, he's one of the guys. Yeah. I, was it was just not, a, and it, I am not like, a Steelers fan, but nope, I, I will nope. 100% give props to him. He is, he is a good coach. That, that chin on a bus will be the, the most magnificent thing to hit our eyes. Yep. Right. Cleft chin. The, the cower scale or scowl cower scowl yeah that word mm. um and then there were there's been players that have been put in the hall of fame that either didn't have longevity in careers or they they won a super bowl and like and they are considered considered some of the greatest but there's a there's people out there that feel that other players are getting snubbed over ones with more deserving stats, right? So, if you bring it up for the, the people who get to watch this, uh, I did a little little research here, right? Ricky Waters was a 10-year um, running back, and Terrell Davis played 8 years, right? So, yes, the stats are in favor of Ricky Waters, right? But Ricky Waters' 2001 year... His stats, um, I had to pull it up here. He only played five games, right? So if you count into that, it's technically a, a nine versus eight in terms of longevity, right? Because mm-hmm. he only had he had seventy two attempts on the ground for three hundred and eighteen yards, like for, which is four point four yards a play, by the way. Okay. Um, solid and respectable, but again, over a five game sample, like not uh, you know what I mean? Like it's. Like it, it really hurts his stat to say that he's a 10-year pro. But the thing that gets me is he had 3,000 more rushing yards than a guy who went for 2,000 in a single season, right? So Ricky Waters didn't have 2,000 in one year. Terrell Davis did, right? There's there's one stat that you could say uh, where Terrell Davis is always a 2,000-yard rusher. Well, then there's, there's plenty of other guys that you could also say that stat about that are 2,000-yard rushers and... They're not in the Hall of Fame. Like you got Chris Johnson, who played for Tennessee. Oh, he ran dude. for 2,000 yards. Yes. Uh, you had Jamal Lewis, who back when he played for the Ravens, he's a 2,000-yard rusher. Like There's okay. plenty of guys. 18, def- 18, 18 rushing touchdowns between differential between the two in favor of Ricky Waters. Again, you look at running backs, you say, well, what's your main job to do? I'm going to put the ball in the goal line. I'm going to run it. That's And both these guys played in, in eras where running the ball, where teams had... One tight end, one running fullback. back, and a fullback. Sir. You had a lead blocker, and you went into the trenches, and you got your yards. Right? This this high flying offense was not a thing. Like Dan Marino was pretty much the only guy that ever that had done it. You know what I mean? Like he like, and that kind of that kind of broke it. But even some people still think that Dan Marino's not a Hall of Famer. Oof. And well, because. And the thing about him, though, like side branch a little bit, is like his stats will will never look impressive because all these guys that are putting up five thousand yards, thirty touchdowns, and you know now you got the Lamar Jacksons of the world and, and Russell Wilson who also run like for his time when he played, like absolutely right. Dan Marino is a Hall of Famer. So then you go back to the, the stats again, Ricky Waters with five hundred fifty five first downs. Like that's just on the ground. Like I'm like I didn't do the research into how many receiving first downs he had. Those are rushing first downs, right? So he's the one moving the sticks. Where again Tro Davis within a single season 
basically a playing time differential is again 140 some off of him like it, it doesn't make any sense as to why again Ricky Waters no love and then I, I think the, the big telling stat here right Ricky Waters was a dual threat re- receiving running back which of the time you didn't have those again we, you had the Mike Allstotts well I guess beginning Mike Allstotts because that'd be near his rookie year um you you had the guys like the Barry Sanders of the world that you know what I mean like the, yeah. yep. again didn't do much receiving like your job was to run the ball like you had receivers for that and to, to see like just again a three thousand yard differential over basically a season's worth of of playing time you're you never gonna catch him in that category so I mean Terrell Davis great in his own right maybe a Hall of Famer however you got Ricky Waters up there should be in the Hall of Fame. It's so notable. Spriggs brought up in the uh, chat is Sean Alexander, who I'm actually curious about, who is a longtime Seahawk, who I used to yes. love. I'm going to pull up his stats real quick, actually. Mm-hmm. I want to see how he compares like some of these guys. Fun little, pe- or fun little like thing to people listening. Uh, the Being a Chargers fan, uh, yeah. didn't didn't like Alexander in 07 because he had he had just set the rushing uh, the most touchdowns rushed for in a single season mm-hmm. then to be broken the following year by one Ladanian Tomlinson right yep. and oh boy just, like Tomlinson was I uh, I think Tomlinson was one of the first backs to to actually move move the the stick on where people thought that they were just running backs because like he he was one of the the, the first like I don't, I don't know. Like he, like he, he legit did it all. Like you wanted the guy in the pass protection. Thomason was out there. You wanted receiving yards. Thomason was out there. You wanted anybody to, you wanted four or five yards. Thomason was out there. Like. Oh, seven like, was the year Alexander was on the Madden cover, right? Was yes, that sir. Madden seven. Yep. Oh, yep. seven. Yeah. All right. So here we have, says he had like 2,187 carries for 9,453 yards. I'm sorry. So he averaged 4.3 a carry and had 100 yep. touchdowns. And you just you throw that stat up against, I mean these other guys. I yeah. mean he he's got both of them beat in touchdowns, and he's mm-hmm. got Terrell Davis beat in yardage. I mean, exactly. Like, arguably guys you can put up there that say I this guy put up stats. Excuse me, guys. And Sean Alexander isn't in the Hall of Fame, is he? No. Yeah, that's, I didn't think so. Nope. And they don't have his receiving yards up here, but, I mean, his rushing stats alone, like, you could yeah. argue that he should be right there with, like, him and Ricky both would have more reason to be in there than Terrell Davis. If you base that off of stats. Right, which the only differential that Terrell Davis has on either of these guys is he is a Super Bowl champion. That would right. literally be it. So basically, we saw you on TV more, and it was more popular, so you get to go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, because he played with a quarterback. Maybe you guys have heard of him. John Elway. <laughs> yeah, I think I've heard you know the name mean? a couple times, you know? I mean, yeah, never, I mean, around football never, talks Never once. <laughs> right. So, I mean, like, it's... I don't know. Like, people will find their reasons to vote on things the way they do. And then... I, I just wish there was more transparency in in all Hall of Fame voting, right? Like, you had Derek Jeter a few weeks ago get snubbed from 
uh, the unanimous decision. Oh, yeah, like come on, like by what one vote, one person one. voted. Against, yeah, one, one voted person against said them. that Derek Jeter was not a Hall of Fame. Fired right who's, there. Who's fired. That was like, yeah, Derek Jeter don't need to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he hasn't done enough. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Nobody knows who that is. The dude is. hasn't done enough. Dude played for how many seasons? God. How many oh seasons? My Eighteen, maybe. Like. You don't even have to be, have to be a big baseball or even a baseball fan, but if you, you go, know the you name, Derek Jeter is. He played for the Yankees, and that's it. That's the uh, they're gonna, <laughs> gonna give you that much. Yeah, we, we could survey a hundred people and ask you who the captain is. They're coming back with Derek Jeter. Yeah, he played from '95 to 2014. Uh, seasons. Yeah, it doesn't say total yeah, I, seasons here, but. Yeah, that they get snubbed by one vote. Like you know, like if one. I was Jeter, I'd be calling that dude up. Like, bro, like. And well, there's <laughs> there's no way to know the ballot. Like they hide all that. Like like the baseball baseball is probably the worst at it. That keeps everybody in the dark. We have our own system. We can't tell you our system, but we have a system. <laughs> and like and and I don't know this. I don't know if if they've came out with this. I haven't looked into this. Do they? Do we know who votes? Like who is it that votes? On who's they going have a the list of they have a list of in their they're normally press writers guys who uh, either oh, work, for, work for MLB or work like um, like notable guys that I know of like uh, Pedro Gomez and Buster Only are both they're both writers on the they both hmm. they both have votes on the ballot like they're guys that report for ESPN they've been in it for years like it's it's probably a rigorous thing as to like who does it but the issue with that is there's so many old time thinking baseball player or baseball writers that they don't like the way this game the game has become like yeah they're, they're just they're not a fan of it or and i mean uh you could even not to cut you off but you could even have like say marshawn lynch like people that like hate interviews like they could get snubbed because they might gave a bad interview to some dude in the press i mean like something as simple yeah. as that they could get snubbed for something stupid like that not anywhere based on what they done on the field yeah um, but um like the NFL, like it, like Terrell Owens was there for a while in that category. Yeah. Like, was a top top five in almost every sti- statistical category. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was getting looked over. And like his one thing you brought, like, like yeah, I did all this stuff off the field, but you're not you're, you're not, not there, there to, to review judge what me. I did off the field. You're there to yeah. review what I did in my career, which is what's getting me into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. In a minute, I guess. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Like with with the exception of steroid use or which is everywhere for the record (laughs) (laughs) or being accused of being everywhere it's the the thing with steroids are like if you're not getting an edge you're not winning like yep and it's just whether or not it's determined as being acceptable or not like it that's it's simple as that like it's either if it's not on the banned list but it still gives you an advantage like it's still technically a performance enhancer. Like it's just a matter of if the league thinks it's too much or not. Which is again thin gray white line or thin gray lines <laughs> that they decide to walk. Oh, I in. bet it's a thin line. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, they pick and choose. They pick and choose who they want to test. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. They say it's yeah, random, it, but we know how guys, random drug tests the, go. Uh, the a guy by the name of Laron Laundry, right? Kid came out of LSU was one of the more feared like safeties in the game right because it was gonna be him and sean taylor rest in peace sean taylor yeah um 
there there's photos of Laurent Landry like shaking hands or doing something, right? And old boy is built like a brick house, right? Mm-hmm. Like he gym rat goes to the gym, doesn't give up, and then whoops the the weight's ass. Like it's as simple as that. There was a picture that like they 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 posted about him and. It was like the days after he got posted, drug tested. And like it was like, oh really? Like some <laughs> random, uh, by the way. Random. Yeah, right. Like there's there's been there's been punters that you know what I mean? Like yeah. they'll go out, like they'll they'll strut themselves like because again, they're athletes, like they're you're you're getting paid to punt a ball and then work out. Like very simple, right? <laughs> Lots of money done doing it. Good at your craft. Like yeah. showed off a picture of his body. Drug tested. Like that stuff's not random. Like you can't convince me that they're not like, oh, hey, Josh Gordon, I know you've had some trouble. <laughs> but another valid point, and I don't know how long he's been out of the league, actually, uh, is Calvin Johnson, mm-hmm. another beast of a man. Right. Uh, right. Who, honestly, like, and I, I don't keep up with football as much as what I used to, but to me, he, he almost just kind of, like, slipped out of the league, like, without really saying much. Like I feel like I didn't hear too much about him. He uh he he's one of the first under thirty. I think I think he was thirty. But like the the new wave, that that's the thing that the NFL does. Yeah. I think again, hear more more sports things to everybody listening. Um that's a, a big thing going on right now is so many players are, are now in the mindset that this game hurts our bodies. We don't like that. And we're going to get out with our money, right? Yep. Get so in, get had, your money, go home. So you've had Calvin Johnson. You've had Patrick Willis, uh, who was a linebacker for the 49ers. Um, Luke Keekley, an yep. all-pro linebacker, 28 years old, done with the game. Like, yep. did, no longer on it, right? And it's players like Ryan Shazier. Like, you, yeah. If anybody has ever watched the, the play he makes against Cincinnati, is it? Because I, I, I watched that game live. I, I think it was Cincy. And he goes in for a tackle and basically does everything that you're you're ever taught not to do. He made it on one play. <laughs> he he died, puts his head down, staring at the ground, leads with his helmet, hits the guy, like hits hits the, the player, drops to the ground, doesn't move. Right? And I remember I remember watching that at, at, at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I was like, he's done. Like the way he hit the ground, motionless, not not a thing done. Dead. Like, no, by the way, just, another Buckeye. Yeah, I, I, phenomenal speed. By the way, like yeah, yeah, that's missed. Um, but he he was like like he he laid there like motionless, right? And like the the moment it happened, like I I remember looking at my buddies and I was like, like that right there is is should be clipped. And put everywhere a helmet is strapped on that says you do not do this. Here is why, yeah. right? And it, it, like, if you guys ever want to look it up, you type in Ray, Ryan, Ryan Shazier final hit, and it, it should be it. Like that, it'll be a real short video, and you'll understand why. Yep. But it's players, it's players that see that. Like, like yes, 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 he didn't do it right, but then they're looking at it like the with uh, Junior Seau, yeah, who was a longtime Charger. Again, Hall of Fame li- Hall of Fame linebacker, and he shot himself, right? Did it in the chest so that they could save it. Like he didn't do it in his head. Like he knew, but like yeah. he knew that like he preserved his brain enough for them to do autopsies, and they've like 
the repeated hits are the equivalent of getting into car crashes. No one wants to, no one wants that type of body hit, but everybody wants the money. So they're they're going in, they're signing their deals, they're playing out the rookie contract, they're yep. then getting paid and realizing I have all this money now, I don't need more money. Mm-hmm. On on your based on your first deal and your guaranteed money, I I don't need this anymore. And what's so so, yeah? Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. So so, th- so they're walking away with their money, and then more importantly, what they're thinking about then their family and their health. And the one thing like I, I like it's come to my attention like I it'll be interesting to see how the 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 collective bargaining agreement comes in and how NFL owners will want to protect themselves against those type of things happening. Yeah. Because if you're going to go into free agency and if I'm going to give you $70 million and then 40 of it guaranteed, which the moment you sign on dotted line, I'm handing you $40 million. Sir. I expect you to pay. I expect you to play for my team for the years that you signed for. Yep. That's what a contract Unless, is. It's an agreement. Yeah. 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 But these guys have this ability to, well, I'm, I'm just going to walk away. Like I've played, played my, my two, three years. Like with, I'm good. With, yeah, with another year, two years left on the contract, mm, I, I don't want to, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> and the teams are going to have to protect themselves in order to not get burned in the way that, if you look at it from a business, like knowing that you have the option to retire, like you always have that. But I either want, I want my money back. Like you, you're not going to, you're not going to take my money, and then I'm not going to get my fulfillment. Like we put the faith in you, you're going to play. There's, there's no reason why, why you shouldn't. And they, I look, I, I really expect them to put some type of clause into it, either wanting a percentage of it back, um, because you, you can't really. I mean, you're handing out money. I mean, you're handing yeah. out free money essentially is what right. they're doing, and it's going to be interesting to see how that plays down the road. If you get more and more people doing that, how, like, go back to the Hall of Fame, how that's going to affect the Hall of Fame, you know, getting less less and less people or less and less of the like you know those crazy stats you know it's i mean it's going to be interesting to see how it affects different things in the long run like that yeah because longevity is a a big thing to the hall of fame like gail gail sayers played six years right like, yep. like he was I don't, I don't i actually don't know the exact reason like if i if i'm not mistaken like he he just hung it up like, i am done like six years in the hall of fame a very questionable case because yes he was fantastic for six years but it was only six years yep mm-hmm. that's all he played like and it's he's he's one of the more debatable ones that are in the hall like why is he there like yeah these are guys that are the, the the cream of the crop and you know i mean this is an exclusive list like you don't just make this this hall of fame like it, they don't hand this out to anybody and it's that, that's one thing that like the hall of fame will then have to deal with is like the Calvin Johnsons, like yeah, you, you played seven seasons, eight seasons, whatever it is. But and your stats were good, but you did like the sample size is just not big enough, right? Calvin like, Johnson, heard, who by the way was drafted in 2007, he retired in 2016, and mm-hmm. so right now he is 34, so he would have been, he would have been like 29, 30 when he retired. Yeah, and it's again, guys that. You don't want to get hit. Yeah. You want to save your body, which Calvin Johnson got hit. That's for sure. I mean, he he took a <laughs> lot of hits. He's a big dude. Yeah. And also should have one more touchdown on his queer receiving record, but that's another story. 
Was that Bears? Bears fans are happy. Lions yeah, I'll say not. Bears. I was trying to remember the team that it was. Yeah. <laughs> the the invention of the catch rule. <laughs> well, so, yeah, the invention. That's that's a good word for it. There's a lot of uh, inventions of new rules. You know. Since I, since Top I know rule, you've probably never whatever. seen it. <laughs> uh, Calvin Johnson makes a catch in Chicago, and basically somersaults to the ground. When he goes to stand up, he pushes on with basically like a push up, right? Like pushes up with both his hands. His right hand is so big, mind you, that he can just grip the ball, right? So he pushes himself up with both hands, one gripping the ball, and leaves it on the ground because he scored the touchdown. Like he brought it yeah. in, went to the ground, pushed himself to get back up. They reviewed it and reviewed that he did not maintain possession through the ground. What? Yep. And if, to, you're, to, if you're on your way back up, yep, you've already went down. Play yep. is called. Yeah. Yep, I got the clip right here. Wow, I would like to take it. Send it to. Here we go. Second year in Chicago, lead worst 26 picks last year. The famous Matthew play. Stafford in his second year with Detroit. Second possession, Jalen Best, the rookie. I don't want all the into the end zone for a seven-yard touchdown run. Puts the Lions up seven We're going to watch some highlights, I guess. Two plays uh, later, 18 seconds left. Fourth and ten into the end zone. It is incomplete is for that? Calvin Johnson again. 45 yards for Calvin Johnson, but not the big one. There's, There's the one. For the win, 19. <laughs> well, let me Jake find Calvin. it. We'll... There, there's a guy. Oh, come on. Where you at? <laughs> not going to show up? No. <laughs> if you don't find it and you do later oh the quality on this is terrible what is this <laughs> oh, 240 that's all you can afford <laughs> capture cards weren't a thing back then these are camera trying to record stuff holding the flip phone video unavailable oh NFL's removing it they didn't want it to be seen it wasn't a catch we promise Stop looking at this. Stop, stop asking us questions. Des play was another one that I, I oh, again, another big watching one. live. I thought for sure he... That was against my Packers, I, too, wasn't it? Oh, wow, you're a Packers. Get over yourself. Man. I can't get... like All these are like super bad quality, so I'm not having any luck finding a good one. I'm sure it'll be there later. Hmm. <laughs> You thought you were done talking about sports earlier, James. <laughs> I mean, I literally have all sorts of useless I know. stored you, away that I've learned. The Video definition of live for sports. Yeah, I'm not having any luck fighting it, so we move <laughs> on to the next thing. Sports. Go. Spo I am going to get a flag. I will find a way <laughs> to order that. And I waver the whole time you talk, and I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, what's next on the list, fellas? Well, we still have a whatever bullshit we come up with or what's on the gaming this week, which is next to nothing. But there is a couple of things. It's been slow so, lately. It, it always is this time of year. It's, you know, between now and winter, it's just the slow season, especially yep. like the summer. The summer drought of gaming is always going to be the worst, I feel. But winter is never that fast either because it's just past the holidays, just past gift giving time. 
it's not the best time to release anything. Yep, because no everybody's going to sell as well. Got but their budgets you, out. <laughs> yeah, you, you release in October, you release in November, early December. Like, it's it's going to pump because it's all, it's right before holidays, right before Christmas. What should I get my kid? Well, this game just came out. All right, well, I'm going to buy that. It don't matter what it is or if it's good. <clears throat> anyway, so fun things, at least this might not be the past week, but at least the past couple. Um, I know for sure at least one of these is, but like the first thing really short and like I could care less, but it is Sony released a PS5 official website, right? So basically what you go, do it, you go to it, you sign up for a newsletter to get info about it, the more they pump out. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole website. So who, by the way, PlayStation has even said that they are waiting on Xbox to name their price on their console before they put out a price on theirs. Yeah, and the current, uh, like last time I was reading about it, like the current speculation on how much it will cost is probably around, si- oops, it's probably around six to seven. And, and but you got to think with with the amount of stuff they're trying to pump in these consoles this this time around, that's not a bad price. It really isn't, especially thinking that like the 360 started out at like 500 to 600 bucks, like. It's Even the Xbox yet. One was a yeah. was 500. The co- last couple consoles have all been 500. I feel like when yeah. they first get so released, they're between five and six. So, as also it being six, seven, and like if you have a lot more memory, eight. Like, it, it sounds like a lot of money, but for how long these things last? You know, ten years. Some of them. Excuse me a second. Sounds like a <laughs> good chance to buy a PC is what it sounds like. But for the rest of the world, what? Who has... What? What happened? <laughs> no, no, he thinks he's muted. Well, I got him. Congratulations, people. This is, uh. Nope, I got him muted. We're good. Okay. I'll unmute him when he gets back. Um, but no, I just. I can't see spending seven, even $800 on a console. Like, that to me, like. And they do last a while. Like, I'll give them that. But man, it just sounds like so much for a console. See, I'd like to disagree. I know I'm gonna buy one. <laughs> uh, I mean, I might I'm too. Gonna, I mean, I'm gonna have an Xbox because you know, you know what these hands are great at? They're great Rolling. at holding controllers. Oh. Great at holding controllers, right? You, you put my hand on a keyboard. That's not my thing. I can't do it. I've tried. I don't understand the sensitivity of a mice or a mouse. Uh, like it's. It's too steep of a, of a learning curve. I'm too old for that. I just, I don't care. Like, I mean, I'll give you that. A, a console in your hand feels natural. It feels natural. Yep. It's comfortable. You know, you can sit back, you can sit on your couch, you can play. Like, it feels just relaxed, comfortable, whatever. Like, mouse and keyboard, it is, it's more technical. Um, but, again, that that's the, the, the high, the high playing gamers will get a PC uh, but but casual players will be a console. You know what I mean? Like you, yep. you don't pick up a you don't pick up a PC unless you are serious about what you're playing. Yep. And like Rye says uh, down in chat, like he says, there's always going to be bias. Like people are going to you know prefer yep. Xbox over PlayStation, PlayStation over Xbox. Even Nintendo Switch anymore is starting to pump stuff out left and right. You know, people that grew up on PC, it's yeah, everybody's going to have their bias. You know, I grew up on I started out with a PlayStation, and switched over to. Uh, the Xbox and then eventually the PC. And I loved all of it. There was things that I enjoyed uh, more with one thing than the other. Things that I didn't like. 
Yeah, it's it's all it comes down to preference, kind of like what feels more natural to you. Yeah. See, I was about that. growing up. I was a uh, well, wasn't a PlayStation kid, but that's all we had. And uh, I'd, I'd, I'd be interested in knowing your guys' stories here. Uh, but mine, uh, like I specifically like growing up, we didn't have uh, PlayStations, Game Boys, stuff like that. Like we just mom didn't believe in it so it didn't happen yep uh, for the longest time my babysitter we, whenever we went to her house uh, she had a, an old any an any 64 like the, the flat paddled two buttons and then a d-pad right that's it that's all I had um, and I remember a side-scrolling Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game oh boy that to my like if I could play that thing again I would be satisfied with it, right? Because they, they, it's when they had like the big like diamond coming together and like it was morphin time and like that was <laughs> like that that right there like like the my favorite thing to ever watched was Power Rangers. Like, oh, absolutely! Huge I, fan. Like, I don't even know how many hours I probably spent <laughs> watching. I don't want to know. Power I don't Rangers, know. the movies, everything. Which I haven't seen the new movies. Dude, by the, the way, speaking movie of them, came out <laughs> groundbreaking, right? And so that was that was like my first. Like I remember playing it, and then there they, there was another like pool game, like as simple as it sounds. Like I remember being like one of the one of the greatest things again to grace my eyes. And then it wasn't there was a we had a PlayStation One at one point, and there's it's a game called uh, I think it's V8, right? Like it's the the prequel to what um, Twisted Metal became. Like it's where oh okay first yeah. off. It, it wasn't V8. Um, I know. I know you're talking about. I still actually have this disc. It's sitting really? here. I can't think where it is though. But uh, I, I can't think of the name. But V8 is in the title. Uh, oh, it's Vigilante. Vigilante Eight. That's what it is. That's what the All V8. Right. So that. So that. Uh, that yeah. game. I have. Like I'm so <laughs> glad there was no stat tracking back in the day. Oh good. I have probably more hours in that game, like to this day, than any other combined. Me and my yeah. friends played that so much. We like, uh, it was like it was so bad, but it was so good. Like, right, like, I remember like there was a specific like trash truck, like vehicle, on a snow map that had ski lifts on it. Like it, it, it oh, like it's ingra- it's ingrained <laughs> in my my mind. Right, I cannot make like I can picture it to this day. Like that, like I played that game so much. Right, that like that was that was still again early on in my my life cycle, and then the the biggest one that I've like the biggest like unboxing or whatnot, like it was Christmas day in 04. And the only reason why I remember that is because sitting on the Christmas tree, like doing a presents with her, with the family and my brother opens up his, like they hand him, I, they, I don't know if they meant to or not, but like he opened up a PS two and my brother being five years younger than me, I was a salt. What the heck to, mom? <laughs> no, that, no, I can't make that. Like, I, learned, and I, like, I was like, oh, how do you get one? Like, I want one. Like my brother has one, and I don't have one. Like I can't make that up. Like that—that yeah. that was the thought process. And then it, then my mom like slid me over once. Said, "Why don't you open this one?" Like I'm upset over it. I don't want. No, one. I don't want Christmas anymore. <laughs> brother has, brother has a PS2. Open it up, and you know what I mean. Like the 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 delight that it is. Like we both have one. And they bought me. Uh, it was MLB 2004 with Sean Green on the cover, Classic like specifically oh, made by the company 989 Studios, right? Like that was that game. 
I legit don't want to know the amount of time I had into it because it oh, had yeah. had the the greatest person ever to ever call a, a baseball game, and that's Vin Scully. Yeah, oh, like, you won't hear a disagreement from me. Exactly. Like I mean, like, he's the guy that I really hope he reads books and or they find a way to save his voice and then <laughs> Just, make it in the ebook. I, I don't know what audiobooks that you've done. <laughs> it doesn't but I matter. Listen to them. <laughs> I'm going to listen to all of them. Like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go make myself bankrupt listening to your voice. Like like that that that's that's my story. Love to hear your guys's. So uh at least for me, like thinking back of like like my first time gaming and like what came up with it was uh was I I used to hunt when I was a kid, and my uncle, he was 10 years older than me, so, like, to me, like, it was a lot more of a brother than an uncle type of moments, and, uh, like, he played, like, the classic Resident Evil, any game really that came out in that time, I couldn't tell you what else the other ones were, because I didn't care, <laughs> but, like, it's ingrained forever, and, like, that's why last year when the remake came out, it was so big to me, it is Resident Evil 2, I remember, uncle was so pissed when I'd come in, and like come in his room and you hear get out but i didn't because i didn't care because i'm five <laughs> and so like, like i walk in there well, what are you playing i sit down and i'm quiet about it and i remember that game like specifically was like it, i was so engrossed i wanted <laughs> everything to do was sit there just like i need to learn all about this and i'm five and it's resident evil <laughs> and it's like i am so wanting all this kid friendly for sure you know <laughs> Anytime he wasn't there, because he had a PlayStation, he had an N64, and I remember specifically for the N64, I don't know how many games he had, because I feel like I was too young to remember how to change the cartridge, and that was the biggest deal. But it was, uh, he had, it was a Star Wars racing game where you did pod racing, and I thought that was the greatest thing on the planet. Hmm. I always played it when he wasn't there, and like, he'd get back and, and, and like, to me, being a, being a kid of, did you touch my stuff? No, I didn't touch anything. <laughs> and then like and the, obviously in the game like you earn credits you do stuff like you can see that i had played it but i'm like nope i didn't <laughs> like, touch hey, anything thanks. i didn't go near this stuff <laughs> or, or 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 on his computer he had a uh, the the anciently old uh age of empire games and i tried hmm. so hard to learn those as a kid and had no clue what i was doing and just was like i don't know why i keep losing just to realize i wasn't doing anything correct <laughs> but yeah. it was like but i thought it but, but like forever is Resident Evil 2 to me was I watched that game and I was like this is the most perfect thing on the planet and then like <laughs> I think the following year my dad bought me um, a PlayStation 1 and with it it was uh, I think it's called Star Wars Demolition because like because like I was I was and still am a big Star Wars fan and my dad knew this hates the things hate like he can't play video games but he was one of those I'll uh, try it out watch you be a lot better than me at it and be like good job buddy that was all we ever did <laughs> but he bought uh, it was Star Wars Demolition. It was basically twisted metal, but the Star Wars universe. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. And a couple years ago, I bought it off Amazon because it was like four dollars. It is oh, trash. Man. It is so bad. Like the controls are junk. Like nothing works. I don't know how it sold. And it's like, what is up with this? And it was like, oh, I, I think it's every game from that generation. But at the same time, I don't really know. Like, but uh. But like and something talking about MLB, like uh, I couldn't tell you what year it is. I remember trying to look this up with you before. It was uh, on the way home from I think it was a baseball game when we played Little League, and it was still PS1 era. And like we stopped at the store, and my mom was like, "Do you want this?" And it's just like it's MLB. I think it was like 03 or something. It was old, and and I was like, "Yes." And I remember it just be like the blockiest game and like so bad, <laughs> but it was like 
but I played so much. And like my neighbor who we play baseball together, it would just be, let's go to each other's house because we only have one copy of this. <laughs> like, let's go to each other's house and play it a lot on yours and then go back to my house and then play it a lot on mine. <laughs> and it's crazy to see how far graphics have came in, what, 15 years or 20 yeah. years? You know, that that's... See, the just, one thing that, uh, like, it, it'll, make, it'll make a lot of sense is, like, through the years your uh how do i want to word it the like you look at a game like even like the witcher right the witcher mm-hmm. 3 like like you look at that game now and you're like yeah wow that's not that's not impressive <laughs> you know <laughs> right. but when it came out it was groundbreaking yeah exactly and, it, and it's almost the the thing of your imagination will fill in so much more that is there that like once you then see better you're kind of like well I, I don't see how i see it before like how back in the day when blocky people with holding baseball bats was literally like you were watching a game <laughs> because your mind made you think that the, yeah. you know what I mean like that was like you were right there and now you look at it you're like wow like I've seen real baseball games like that's not even anything close yeah it was more like about the gameplay and stuff like that mm-hmm. than it was like you know uh, like Rice says than the visuals like the graphics themselves but now it's like we're we're demanding people, you know, gamers are so demanding anymore. You know, we want the best and nothing but the best. Yeah, you, you want uh, to look like you're watching a real video. However, I want to be in control of everything. Yep, I think like, that's great, possible. I think a great like uh, comparative for that is thinking of like classic GTA games like oh, GTA 3, no, uh, Vice City and San Andreas, the biggest of them. But like, like you look like how blocky and stuff it was, and I'm, yeah. I, like, I, I will never forget this. I can't think of who it was with, but I will never forget when San Andreas came out. A friend of mine bought it, and like, <laughs> we're, and, and, and we're playing it together, and I, and I looked him dead in the face, and we're just like, this is the most realistic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and then you look back at that, and like, what? <laughs> look at it now. <laughs> but at the time, it's true. Like, yeah. it's that is the most realistic. But and um, but it's that, and then like you see like GTA now, what GTA is going to become soon, and it's like, but if you remaster San Andreas because of how good that game was, I'd buy that way before I bought anything else. Like, no, I, like I, I remember how good that story was. I remember how much fun I had in that game versus like like I played GTA Five. I played through the story once and it was good. I played online until they added flying DeLoreans, and I'm not still mad about it. <laughs> but but it's like. Like, I think of stuff like that, or in, like, and uh, James brought up The Witcher. Like, if you see a comparison from the first Witcher game, which was in 2007, it looked terrible. And then you see Witcher 3, which, like, it still, it doesn't look perfect to today's standards, but it looks really good. Right. And it's like, wow, like, like look at this stuff. Or uh, something I remember from my childhood as compared to something that I still play today, which is uh, the new Modern Warfare. And I think of... Uh, one it was medal of honor frontline it's the one that had the the picture of one of the uh, soldiers from the D, the d-day boats coming off the boat that was the picture i remember playing that in on that d-day level being scarred for life of like i don't want to be here yeah shoot and i used great. to play so many of the metal on medal of honor games on like the ps1 or ps2 even yeah uh those like, were such good games but like but you see those and like that and those graphics and like how the guns looked how the gunplay was and then you play modern shooters, and it's like, I remember so many good things, but I know if I went back and played that right now, it would be garbage. <laughs> yeah. Fun little thing about the uh, the Medal of Honor series, that exact game, um, mom and dad bought it for me, and uh, I was too afraid to play it, right? Like, <laughs> I, I legit booted that thing up. Boat <laughs> drop, and then, <laughs> done. No, no, I legit, like, I wouldn't play it at night. 
I wouldn't play it unless there was someone physically in the room there with me. Oh. And then after that, I needed a bedtime story to go to bed. Like <laughs> I, I can't make that up. Like I look back on, I'm like, why? Why? Like me but I with like, scary dad, games my, nowadays. But so <laughs> my dad would sit there and he would watch, and bless his soul, because all he doesn't understand video games or things that much, but. My dad's one of the bigger like history buffs. Like he loves anything war mm-hmm. from any time period whatsoever. So like oh. to him watching it, he's probably like, "Go get you some son." Like, why, <laughs> get in there, boy. Oh, I think uh, Yost froze up a little bit. I think he might have. Um, but uh, speaking of games being too scared like to play, I remember for the PS One, I had a Rugrats game. Oh my god, I know what game you're talking and- about. There was this one level, and it scared me to death. Like, I, I it got to the is point the I wouldn't sewers? play it. Was it the what? Is it the sewers or, like, when they're upside down? No. Because those are... Those oddly enough, it was the general. mission where you had... it. There was a goose, a giant goose oh, running around, and you had to avoid it. And thing. that scared the crap out of me. I don't know why. I was scared <laughs> to death of this goose and that mission to the point, like, I stopped playing the game. I don't know if I ever actually beat that Rugrats game, but... <laughs> I might actually have to go back. Like, you guys make me want to get my PS1 out. I have, like, 120 <laughs> games, roughly, for my PS1. And we're about to start cracking them open, too. I have all of them. All of my PS1 games, my PS1, my PS2, all my PS2 games. They're all in a uh, in a tote here. I have my PS2 actually sat out and hooked up to my other TV if I ever want to play it. Uh, and, uh, and fun fact, so it's, it's would have been, been before I moved. So it would been about four years ago, four or five years ago. Is um, I, ha- I still had my Rugrats game. And I had that same thought. I was like, I don't think I ever beat this. Like, I don't, like, I don't remember the t- the two missions that gave me the hardest thing, even in, in playing it modern in them. But I beat it. You can beat the game in about four hours. Like, once you know what games are. <laughs> but as well, a kid, true. I was stumped constantly. Cause, but at the same time, I'm like, this is Rugrats. I want to explore everything. And I wasn't doing that the second time around. But uh, you have to be outside and you have to beat Spike in a race. And that... <laughs> about made me throw my controller because because <laughs> it is so hard to do it you have to make everything perfect or it won't happen it yeah. was that and then when like you're stuck on the ceiling in like some chucky level and you have a flashlight to scare away the ghost and that was so frustrating hmm. because it doesn't work half the time like you'll 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 shine it and it keeps coming it's like uh, uh excuse me excuse me and <sighs> but uh but on like on time played, like something I love, it's a forever old thought, is um, when I beat the first God of War game all years ago, is I remember seeing the playtime and it was like eight hours played. And I was like, wow, like I put a lot of time into this. And then nowadays I'm like, eight hours, I put a lot of time into this. I My do that ass, in one I day. I played games straight for longer than eight hours. <laughs> for real. But, uh, but, but, um, so actually, I, I actually have them. If, if you guys never played the gear series you might not get this as much but it was uh it, it just happened this past week and it was one of the head developers that he uh, like i don't know where he started but like where he famously got known for was he was one of the head head developers at epic back when they were taking care of like the gear series and whatnot he um he left the company after gears 3 uh, and but he's he's worked and then the company he went to became the coalition which have done the recent gears games he has been either head of or part of the development team for every single gears of war in like the series and he left and Ooh. uh and like, like it's, it's just it's just big gaming news but like like 
he left he's going to blizzard and he's going to be one of the heads of the next diablo title which for me like i think that's great like somebody that's been heading development for this huge series that has blew up since its opening and now it and he's going to another series that although is always really fun gameplay like i think one thing diablo lacks personally is that cuts that well sometimes it doesn't do like dialogue very well like and it needs work but this is coming from a guy that made interactions between two npcs that you walk past funny or like yeah that you, you you would overhear people like like screaming in the background and it would be great but like it's going to a series that never has that i was like i think it's going to be such a good title of just that alone he's bringing so much in like input to that and then any other game he might work on like if he goes and works on the next overwatch title uh once it releases to, for the new champions like i can imagine what he might help them come up with for that being you know made from gears of war like so much like, times like i can make this like big scary looking guy or pitch this big idea that they'll eat up in a second like i'm i'm excited to see what way he'll be able to do with all this but it's 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 so crazy to just think that like um such a such, such a big developer is going to be leaving but like something a lot of people are worried about too is he's leaving before before the final game of the new gear saga is even like out of production so mm. people are like oh you know like is next is the next big gears game going to be good Bad. though like yeah is, exactly you know, like, how, we're truly going to see how much he led like how much he was part of the development versus was he just a good ear to go on or, or was it he was the guy that made the game good but uh he did actually work on the upcoming game because it it comes out i think in april i want to say i could be wrong but it's gears tactics which is if you've played the xcom series it is basically gears of war and xcoms uh, mixed together i think sounds fantastic but that's just my personal thought oh and then earlier from the playstation before uh, my son interrupted me was <laughs> uh the current promises of new console is it will have native 4k and ray tracing which okay i don't know what the biggest deal is here because like i've seen like ray tracing on stuff versus when you don't have it and like to me like it's not the biggest difference but i think it's i think it's more untapped technology like it's people don't really know what to do with it yet because it's still so not a lot of things have it so if we press too far into it are we going to screw it up or are we going to break the game or we're going to make the lighting just not look good anywhere <laughs> so but yeah I'm gears excited. tactics uh april 28th is the release yeah. date so that's, that's like in april but like but like that was the last game he worked on with them so I, like, i'm excited to see what he brings to blizzard but it's at the same time as a big long time gears fan like i'm scared to see what happens with the gear series with him gone because like this this past title like although it was good like it's it's not that it's getting questionable. You can just see it's it's starting to fall off of like it's just it's not as good as it used to be. It's not what it was, and like and I wonder if that drove him because or, or or maybe it was like they wanted to do different, do different ideas, and he said, "Well, I don't want to do different ideas, so I'm gonna do my idea somewhere else." Yep. But, and you see a lot of that. People will like jump and ship, going other places where you know uh, they can get somebody to work with them and their ideas. So. Mm-hmm. And then other things fun and gaming this is a super slow month for like game releases they have a lot of uh a lot of what's the word re like remasters reboots yeah. um street fighter 5 um th- it's having a- another reboot which I-, I i'm imagining it's just a a remake of the old games which it's never bad uh bayonetta and vanquish which are huge titles back on like the last generation they're, they're coming out 
I think within the next couple weeks, but uh, I think they come out in a pack together. And like, I remember playing Vanquish, which it was like, it was Gears of War, but you were in like a rocket powered suit. It was one <laughs> of the most fun, crappy games I ever played. Like, fun, it crappy is, games. It, it's one of those games, like, it's bad, but it knows it's bad, so it's okay. Like, yeah, it just it, rolls with it, you know? It, it, it owns it's it. It's made to be fun. It don't matter what you do in between, and I'm good with that. Uh, this, there's a Mega Man collection coming out. Uh, Devil May Cry 3, which for me, like, I love, I love that series. It's, it's getting, I think it's a remaster. I don't, I, I, because it's PC, Xbox, and PlayStation for sure. It might be going to Switch. And then, uh, the big release for this month, big release, not a whole lot, is, uh, is, is Zombie Army, is Zombie Army 4, which is, if you played the Sniper Elite games, it is basically the zombie apocalypse, but with the, um, Sniper Elite engine. And oh, okay. they're fantastic titles. Like they are so much dumb fun to have. Like you can get lost and just enjoying yourself. <laughs> Highly recommend the series. And uh, and then something I, I just learned about this morning was really happy about is a uh, is season two from for Call of Duty. It releases next Tuesday, which is the 11th, and uh, it comes with a lot of speculation from the data miners that got got the information. It's a week or two ago. Um, there was a, a 13 gigabyte update and it added a ton of, you know, uh, just backdate in the game that no one really sees. But obviously they dig in unless they're looking at it. One is a it's a massive map, massive. And it's it, it what it looks like it is, is a um, combination of two older Call of Duty maps. I can't, I can't think which ones off the top of my head. I just I had it up a little bit ago. But it's it's two two old maps that are currently in Spec Ops. So like like the maps have been shown and they've been rehashed before, but combining them to one massive area. And what people are thinking is this either is going to be a, a 50 v 50 map for the um, the ground war aspect, or where there has been rumors about battle royale coming out, is that either it could be the like a, a test map to see maybe we could add the battle royale here because people are still wondering if Battle Royale is going to come out, if it's being scrapped, if they're just working on it, trying to get better. Like there's there's so much going on about that, but at the same time, nothing going on at all. And then, uh, but what else they what else they found is there is um, some some new maps coming in, like there always is. Is I don't I don't think they found any like brand new maps, but there is Backlot, which from the first Modern Warfare, um, like like small yep, city setting, I, I Middle remember. East. Yeah, like it. It, I, I remember it being a lot of fun, but at the same time, that old game, old game nostalgia just sometimes ties in. And yeah. one I actually am excited for, because it was my it was my first online game like getting to play, and it's uh, MW3. It's the the map Village, like it's come back. So people are thinking that's what it is. Like it might not be that map, but that's hmm. that's the final name. So they're gonna have to assume until then. Like I'm excited, but the big big one that everyone like it's being teased it's being like you, you see like like small images here and there they may be bringing back rust from modern warfare 2 oh snap which i feel like um in, in the same way that they worked in shipment in the game it's going to be a gunfight map and it's also going to be a 6v6 like you know super fast paced map but like but can you imagine you know like going back to rust and it's gonna be the same thing as shipment like you don't have to look around you don't have to learn the map like yep. it's just gonna you're gonna know every little bit again like it's gonna just instantly bring that stuff back to me gunfight would be like, a lot of fun i feel like on rust i could i could see myself playing that that would be a lot of get fun. yourself uh your your party chat or whatnot and 1v1 me bro yeah 1v1 rust, rust, bro. quick scopes only dude 
And so I nice. used to do that stuff all the time. Every night before me and my buddies got off, we would have like six people. We're one v or we're just all quick scoping. First one to twenty, last kills three sixty. Like, and I'm I tell sure, you what, I'm sure you had blood. a lot of lady friends. I'm sure. I did it. not actually. Believe oh, it or not. surprise. <laughs> I I forget how many days played I ended up with on oh, MW2. Goodness. It was somewhere around 40, 40 or more. Mm -hmm. And then uh, some other things coming with it. Uh, there's gonna be at least at least probably two new weapons. It's the same way they did this past. Uh, season the one well there, there's two for sure but one people aren't sure of yet one is the is the vector is coming back oh i boy. can't express oh my goodness i can't express how excited i am like i have always loved the vector in any <laughs> game it's been in always want to use it like it's such a cool gun slap it's an extended me. mag on it dude no well get, there's so many attachments now well you do ex like you do extended mag and akimbo or rapid fire and akimbo you had oh, two handheld shotguns and then uh, the other one is it's an unnamed grenade launcher, which which what I'm hoping for is it's going to be one of the uh, the rotary grenade launchers. So more of a primary. I think <laughs> that'd be a really cool addition, like especially like playing spec ops like that'd be a great addition because in, in, instead of just having the launchers like you can have that or then that's in, what you want. Are you yes. sure you want that? But, or or like in close quarters maps, you know, um, you, you could be adding it in and maybe it'll be like a crossbow where instead of just explosive bolts or just uh, normal bolts, um, like like in this game, different bolts, you have thermite, you have explosive, you have just standard, just arrows. Like maybe you can have different type grenade types. Like you could launch Simtex, you could launch smoke grenades. <laughs> like I would love that ability because like I would love, I, I would love to be able to bring, you know, like stun grenades and a frag. You have a grenade launcher on the backup that you might not be using already. You could bring a grenade launcher that has six smokes. You could smoke a whole field out and be ready to go. Or you know, like on if it's headquarters or, or just any anywhere that is a open map. Now you have a whole line of sight that's taken out. Yep. And then uh, and then the, the third people are it's 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 a big speculation because it made a it's currently in an execution only, and so people are thinking that's the big tease. But it might be the return of the ballistic knife, which oh, I know man. James is not happy for. <laughs> Can't confirm. Like what, nothing to do with that. Because currently, uh, it's it's a newer execution. Just came out a couple weeks ago, but it's uh, is is actually as the execution as the execution happens, the uh, the character uh, like he spins spins the the other person around, goes to stab him in the neck, and when he blocks it, you see him click the button, and the knife shoots down, and everyone, and like everyone was like, oh, it's back! Like everyone's thinking it's gonna come out, and then it never did. So a lot of people are like, oh, it's it's probably gonna be like a challenge weapon, like how the cross because because for the crossbow, for anyone that doesn't know. Is you is you have to complete a certain challenge in the game to unlock it to naturally use it. So I'm thinking with the ballistic knife, it'll be the same way. It'll be oh, you have to complete these challenges, then you can use it. But it's still there, and you don't actually have to pay for it. It's just you have to earn it, which I think is fair. Yeah. Like I, yep. I I I I hope so much they never have a behind a paywall weapon, because the second they yeah. do that, they're gonna lose their game. Like like they 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 already have free you know so much free stuff, and the stuff. The stuff you can buy like cosmetically i think is fantastic like 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 and i just really hope they don't try to monetize everything speaking of ballistic knives did you guys ever play like zombies on like black ops one black ops two yeah uh did you guys ever upgrade like pack-a-punch the ballistic knives do black ops 2 pack-a-punch ballistic knife was one of the most op things you had yep 
Dude, Hootie, Hootie ran that all the time. Like, <laughs> and you just shoot them things across the map, instant res. Like, man, it, it was yeah, it was a lot I, of fun. I'll say, I'll say that, that, that that's what I was thinking. Like, like it, it was the you could res somebody with. I, yep, that's what it was. Yeah, I I remember that that and then uh, uh pack a punching the AN94 in Black Ops 2, and it becomes one of the most headshotty destroys everything you could ever run with. Yep, just don't get caught reloading because it had such a long one. Good old zombies. I do like I I keep Black Ops Black Ops 2 installed to this day to play zombies on it. Like it was my favorite zombies title, and yeah, I'm probably right there with you. See, the I didn't like Black Ops 2 as much because when it came out, like if you listen to like just the game audio, it it sounds identical. And like I like that was my biggest turnoff. Like literally, like you threw a grenade in Black Ops One, the exact same sound effect was in Black Ops Two. Like there was nothing different yeah. about it. And like, like copy and pasted audio yeah, files. Yeah, like I, right like, I bought it and I played it, but like I literally played just so much zombies with my brother. Like I like it, it was it that was like the biggest turnoff to me. It was like you guys didn't even try on this. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like I was like eh, whatever. It's Black Ops. Like I preferred uh, the Modern, Modern Warfare. Warfare series. Yeah, yeah, I was like, always that way too. But like my brother, he he adored Black Ops, so you know, all right, we'll play it. I don't care. <laughs> like two copies of every game inside the house. Let's go. Yep, basically. Oh, your disc doesn't work anymore. Let's just go ahead and swap them on over. I'm gonna take yours <laughs> Dude, now. That that's such a weird term to hear now. Like like from back in the days. All like like all your disc doesn't work, and like you just let your friend borrow yours fully. Mm-hmm. But what's a disc? That's what it. people are gonna be asking now. Is what's a disc? I buy <laughs> everything online. Is that a VHS? <laughs> what's a vcr uh the, the other big thing that uh it's there's a lot of teasers going around currently in on like in in-game screens on uh different maps uh what people have talked about in the game if you listen to them is the new offer is one of the new operators at least for the next season of cod is going to be the remake of ghost i am <laughs> equally as excited <laughs> as skeptical because I've seen what the proposed like uh, character model is, and I'm not a fan whatsoever. Like I just I don't know. Like uh, I actually talked to Brett, Brett about this a little bit earlier, but it's like I feel like to me so much nostalgia was in his old design. Like it was instantly recognizable. You just look at him and you knew like how cool he was, like how great of a character he was gonna be. You didn't have to hear anything even. Just like I like this guy, no questions. But like, see, like seeing the more modern one, like that they tease so far, it's just like I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't get that same feeling. But I don't know if that's just me having like, you know, glossed over eyes of like that's not Ghost. Like this mm-hmm. was Ghost. Because you know, like like when they when they remade Price, like if you didn't know, you wouldn't know he was different. Like he looks the exact True. same. Yep. They have they have a voice actor that sounds so perfect. Similar. That you didn't yeah. Know they were different ones. Like it was just like I thought it was beautiful. But uh, but I'm I'm so skeptical, but excited at the same time. Like I'm I I want to play as play as him again, but at the same time it's like, but you're not Ghost, and you're also in. If he's not in the story, it's like, oh like yeah, it's cool. I get to play as you, but you aren't like I, I don't get to follow you around and do cool shit with you. Like you're just right. oh cool. I get to shoot you in the face once in a while when I'm on the other side. Well, that's like if you played the story and spoilers to anybody that hasn't. But at the end of the story, yeah. uh, where I, I forget the name of the character that's sitting down, Shepherd. is it Shepard? He's talking about bringing back the old crew. So, like, it, that's like a teaser that 
you know, maybe in that next game they'll have a story where Ghost is in that story. But if they're intro, it's weird that they're introducing him into the multiplayer mm. before that he's in a story. Like to me, that's like I feel like that's almost backwards because you don't have any like backstory as to who he is. Like if people actually never played Modern Warfare 2 or whatever, they don't know who Ghost is. I mean, which is weird to say, like, how do you not know who Ghost is? But <laughs> Yeah, but a so, lot of people nowadays, like, this might be their very first Modern Warfare title. They, exactly, yeah, it's, right. It's weird to think that, though, too, like, that you play this and this was your first Modern Warfare, and it's like, I have followed this series since it came out. Like, yep. I, I, I remember my first time jumping on that boat and being like, this is the best game <laughs> ever. Like, it's... So what is, what is your guys' favorite uh, Call of Duty title? Modern Warfare 2, hands down, easy. Ah, uh, well, it depends if we're talking about multiplayer or story. I have different ones for that. If same, like if if it's it, like the extra content, multiplayer, and the story, like I have difference for all three. But I guess I could basically say like I have a top three for all three also. Like it's it's hard to really distinguish. Like, hmm. like. Black Ops, or not Black Ops, uh, Call of Duty 4, the first Modern Warfare. I absolutely love that story. That campaign on that game was, in my opinion, one of the greatest. I, I love that one. The mission where you, uh, you go back in time as uh, is a price. Yeah. And you go back in time in that sniper mission. Like At the time, I, re- I remember like that was a campaign that scared me, you know, playing it, you know, trying to avoid everyone running from dogs, whatever. <laughs> But I, I, I just thoroughly enjoyed that story. Crawling through the field, praying you're not yep. going to get stepped on, even though like it's scripted so you can't. But or you ran over by a tank. Oh, yeah. Or, uh... Oh, I can't, I, I, I can't think of what mission he mentions it in, but, uh... But you do hear in the most recent Modern Warfare, like, all that happening is still canon to the series. Like, it still happened. Because uh, Price actually mentions, like, when he was in Propriat with, uh, um, uh, McMillan. McMillan. Yeah, McMillan. McMillan. Because they talk about, um, it's in the end. It's it's that end cutscene. Because he, uh, it's, he's talking to that other girl about, uh, uh, because they they say something about Zakaev, because it's it's his son that's going to be one of the bad guys in the next game. Yep. And they're like, and he's like, he's like, I thought we killed him back in Pripyat. He's like, oh, yes, we did. Like, <laughs> we sure did. I blew his arm clean off. What do you mean? Right. <laughs> but uh, uh, and by the way, like he wasn't talking to Shepard, but he did mention Shepard in that one. So I'm just saying, no matter what game he comes in or how he acts, I am instantly suspicious the yep. second he pops up. Like, <laughs> you get away from all my favorite characters right now. Yeah. I, I like how they you. reference the old games, though. Like, they're still tying in that story a little bit. They're finding their own way to kind of entangle the two together yeah. to bind them, which well, I, I think is a good aspect. But it, but it, it's a strict reboot. Like, they're bringing the series back, but it's like, but we know what made the series good. Like, right. it, like we, we don't want to take that away, which I'm really happy they did. Like, like you know, like in the end, uh, where you mentioned where they talk about it's Ghost and Soap, uh, uh, you hear about how one of the main, one of the characters you play as in the game is Gaz, and it's like mm, it's cool yep. that like, yeah, these characters are brand new and yeah, they're but they're returning. That they did bring these characters back It's not like oh, we're just gonna bring all new people back because right. that would just it wouldn't be as good, it wouldn't be as fun. It's it's like I, I recognize these names, but I can appreciate the new story you're gonna give them, like and like. 
how exaggerated Modern Warfare gets by the end of it. Like, yeah. it gets out there. But this one didn't. Like, it had a couple moments, but that's just for gameplay. But for the rest of it, like, the, if you heard about the news, you could believe. Like, that's, I think, one big thing. And then, uh, uh, talking about uh, Modern Warfare 2 earlier, like, be one of the hands down best games. Like, its campaign, to me, was probably at least top three. Like, yeah, it's hard definitely. to debate it. The, the biggest thing I loved about that was, like, you fought in a, on American soil, and there yes. was a yes. million Red Dawn references at every point they could give. Like, and I loved every second of that, especially when, like, you go into the mission, and the mission's called Wolverines. I'm like, I am all about this. Like, <laughs> And there's... Like, there's not a lot of games where you do fight back here on American soil. Like you don't you don't yeah, see that so too sc- often. It's so scary to do it yep. because it can get so much backlash. That or, fear factor. Yep. Or like how much no Russian got back in the day, even though yeah. they're like we oh, gave geez. every option for you to skip this, including in the mission. At any point, you can hit start and skip it. Like yep. at any point. Like it's like if you don't want to do this, we understand. You don't have to. <laughs> you won't really miss that much. It gets recapped. But uh, but it's it's like it's that, and then um, in the end of it, I I, re- I remember reading about this in game. It was in the very end of Modern Warfare 2, but it's uh at the very end of the game when you fight against Shepard's men. That's the first time in any game ever where like during the campaign and like during the single player where you're like actually assuming the story, you fight against American troops. It's the only time up to that point huh. because in in, you, in any war game usually the americans are on the allied side and that's world war ii so you don't fight against them right or 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 just like any modern game either in the american military or fighting alongside them so you're not on that side but fighting against an actual military force that is american because they're just part of the army that our detachment it's like that was the first time and it was big news but gamers are like who cares like they were just, they like they were paid off bad guys they kind of explained that but it's like no, they, like they you fought American it. forces. Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, like you can see how big that could be, and you know, like nowadays that's nothing. But then it was everything. Like yeah, because no I, one did it yet. I remember the backlash for No Russian that mission. Yeah, man, that was it's that still, made national news. I mean, that was on national TV. That mission. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. yeah. I'll never forget that when that that came out. You're looking at like, wow, mom, I play that. Yeah, I like that. I just did you that. that for me. <laughs> That's my gameplay. What game are they play. upset about? <laughs> we didn't kill any Russians. Yeah. But, but yeah, Call of Duty has came a long way. I I much prefer Modern Warfare 2. I could probably go back and pick it up, honestly. Like, I might actually go back and play that that story over again. Because it, it was that good. I think, uh... War to War to me was is that game Ooh, okay that, that you had the first introduction to zombies which you know captivated like, oh my what is this like you mean I get to shoot zombies over and over and over and over and that's it like, <laughs> and it was the most satisfying thing you got tanks in it right like that was you, oh, things yeah, you, you would get the tanks <laughs> and sticky grenades sticking the, like the jeez <laughs> like what, I don't know like I, I because wasn't sticky grenades in that game like it, it was like the uh from like saving private ryan like the stick grenades would just tar on them and yeah. just oh, geez. it was like the end like the the end like 60 degrees was like what it was actually called mm-hmm. and that was it like and, and it was, like it was to take out tanks and you kind of like eventually realize i can blow up people with that like <laughs> oh 
Oh, I got, I got more grenades? <laughs> Sticking it. <laughs> yeah. And the oh, introduction I, to zombies at World of War. Like, I, I, and like, I don't know if it's, again, like, the the history part of, like, with Dad and me, like, like I, I, I could watch stuff with World War II any day of the week. Band of Brothers. Every God, day. Geez. All night. <laughs> like, it's, it's, like, like that movie, like, that entire series is stuck in my head from so many times of being, like, Dad being home because he worked night shift, and he'd be up, and what are we watching? And it would always be, like, the uh, the the snow on the trees was like like through one of their their scenes right like, oh, right before the, the oh. yeah right 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 before the the big like bombing of it like how peaceful it is and like uh. and like they're 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 bunkered in their foxholes and whatnot and like that was like seeing that then like in the video game like watch this so many times I know what I'm doing like <laughs> let's go <laughs> I remember you talking about in a in the World War Two camp I got and I felt the same way. But like you get there, like you have instant nostalgia from watching that, and it's like, yeah. like I've been here before. And then like it's like I know it's about to get really bad though. <laughs> it's not a fun time for the people here. Not at all. Favorite zombies gun, go. Ray gun. Ray gun. Simple. Uh, for me, um, it was in Black Ops Two. If you played the map uh, when they go underground, I can't get the name right now. Uh. It was the Pack-A-Punch SVD because it was so overpowered. Is that the map that has the guy walking around? The, yes, like, because yeah, okay. Because you could, because you could have him lock the box in place, and you and you lock it right below the bank, and you just hold there forever. Okay. But uh, but uh, it's buried. No, that's what it was called. Oh, is that what it but is? Like, okay. But Pack-A-Punch SVD for sure, my favorite. It was so good. I forget the name of it. It was in Black Ops One. And it was the one that just shot basically like air. It just blew them all back. I, I can't remember. Oh, the, the name. Zeus cannon. Zeus cannon. Yes, that guy. Yeah, yeah, that it was, was my uh, favorite. Oh, I can't think of what it was. Like what it starts as. But when you pack it, it turns into the Zeus cannon. Yeah. Because it's like it's, it's like oh, it kind of bounces them, and then then you just shoot like the sonic boom. Like <laughs> hey, I need to go here. You're in my way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I used to love that. Yeah, that was one of or, my Or playing on five, and you played as all the old presidents and Castro. Oh my god. I hated goodness. that map, though. God, it's I hated so that. It's so bad, map. but it's so funny to listen to all of them. Yeah. I still remember uh, when it first came out. Uh, I can't, it, was, it, was like, it was besides five, it was the other map that came with it. But uh, like, if you played as. Yeah. But like, if you play as. um as Nikolai in it because you didn't get a pick then like it, but when you play as Nikolai one of his jokes he made it was so bad that like like he <laughs> made fun of it because it like because you, you get an FAL and and he's like he's like oh he's like oh it's the F in FAL <laughs> get it get it <laughs> and if there's if there's other characters around they'll tell him to shut up like <laughs> oh really he goes, all right and like he goes back to what he's doing I don't but remember you, that yeah but like with you like he makes the joke and he just he's quiet but like if Dempsey's with you he, he goes shut up <laughs> shut up <laughs> it's like fantastic like I miss those days what's the next My Call of Duty in rotation next um, one will be people there isn't one scheduled yet though no there is that came out recently um, yeah. there is end of this year there'll be one November. but people don't know what it is it <laughs> might not be Treyarch it might just be a in between game and if it is it's basically expected to fail <laughs> nice because high expectations be- between, well yeah but like between like how well this Modern Warfare is doing and continuing to do and then 
the next game, which which what everyone thinks is so far is a reboot of the Black Ops series, which I'm down for. Like, I'll go back to even though like it like uh, oh fun fun fact with this because like where they talked about going back, they might be going back to like the Vietnam era and stuff. I remember with the original Ooh, Black Ops, okay. I I couldn't play it in front of my grandpa. I couldn't because because oh, yeah. my grandpa actually served in Vietnam. Yep. And I remember uh because. I think it's a uh, Kason, which I want to say, and I could be wrong, is one of the missions that you play in the game. He was there, and I refused to play it when he was around. And because I, I remember, like, it was only one time. Like, I was in the mission. As soon as he walks in, shuts the game off, and he's like, "What's wrong?" I said, "No." I was like, "Just, just don't worry about it. I don't want to explain it." It's like, it's like, ah, just don't play it. Yep, I sure am. <laughs> I had an uncle so with I it. Beat it now. Yeah, <laughs> well, I had an uncle that, that served like, in the army in Vietnam. But yeah, but, like I. I, I, I just remember I remember that respect level. It's like I I couldn't dare do that. Like it's like no, like there's no way. It's like because I know it's a video game. It's gonna make like not really fun of the fun of what happened, but it's gonna make it a lot more dramatized. It's gonna make I've it seem like there's a lot of fun to be there. Yeah. And it's like and I know from every story he's told, it wasn't at all. <laughs> yep. So it's like nah, I'm just gonna play this later. <laughs> Vietnam fun. was one of my favorite wars to learn about whenever i was like growing up and still like today like i love black ops one because it was around that time period and stuff but black ops one had like mason and the numbers right yes yes, yes sir the numbers that, masons that, what do they mean that, <laughs> that that was the big thing in black ops one and then uh i i remember when when i first found out that you could get out of the chair and like just do <laughs> stuff and like oh yeah other games yep. it was like what like because like like i remember like because it was like you click the sticks and then like he would like jolt in the chair until you broke free and i'm really like, i did it on accident because i like dropped my controller it was like sure the same like, thing happened to me like 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 keep clicking it gets out of the chair <gasps> what am i supposed to do i'm gonna go to the internet and find out like <laughs> the internet do the internet do, do, do. <laughs> but uh so as, as a good last topic and to round down that we've probably already been live for way longer than we planned. An hour and <laughs> was, 43 uh, minutes. Oh my, that's a lot longer, but it's fine. Um, it'll buff out. It'll buff out. But uh, <laughs> but is the new season of Apex saved for a huge topic because I know Brett follows this. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, we, so we can save it for next week and have a good ending here or we could talk about it. What do you think? Uh, we'll just go over a couple things real quick. Apex Legends Season 4. Oh, yeah. Uh, see you guys in an hour. Uh, Apex <laughs> we'll, Season we'll 4. Walk away. We'll come back. <laughs> they made some changes. Changed the map. That was that was a notable one. They uh, The Planet Harvester almost like dead center map. That's a new one. They got New Legend. You got Revenant, who crouch walks silently faster. Uh, he takes 5% more damage because he's smaller. Um... He has is it really that big of a awesome deal? Though? Trailer, by the way. Yeah, his trailer's dope. Uh, yeah, a lot of the like, smaller uh, characters take increased damage. Wraith has it. A lot of the smaller ones do. Oh, so it really doesn't. Like, it's not just exclusive to him. No, it's not just him. No. Okay. But yeah, his tactical ability—he can silence enemies. They can't use their any of their abilities. So like Wraith, she couldn't portal out. She can't blink out. Like. They can't do anything. Ten seconds, they're screwed. They gotta stay and fight or hide. Uh, his ultimate ability, he puts down what they call a totem, a death totem. And it's basically like crystal. You go up to it, you interact with it. And it puts you in like this... Uh, uh, this like state, basically. And you go into it, say you have purple armor and full health. Uh, 
when you go into a fight, it doesn't, when you take damage, you don't take any damage from your shield, you, it just comes straight from your, uh, your health, and when you die, you go, you spawn back at the totem with all of your shields and one HP. So, it's definitely interesting, it's definitely an aggro, I feel like right now is how people are going to use it until the meta kind of develops around it. But That'd a lot of people fun. are countering him with Caustic because Caustic can just walk up to the totem, throw a trap down, instant death. What are you going to say, Brendan? Uh, like, um, like, because obviously like, I don't play BR, so like I, I'm, I just kind of watch him when you play him, honestly. But like, like that's like that'd be a great tactic of, especially if if you're with your whole team, like, and you can protect the totem, is I'm gonna charge out and find out what's out there real quick. If there's just one team left, like where they're at, where they're shooting from, yeah. that'd be great for information gathering. Because even if you die, you're okay. You can come back and well, now we know exactly where they're sitting. Let's go get them. Which is true to a degree. The totem has limited range. You can only run so okay. far after you go into that state. Um, it, it it does have decent range though. So I mean that's the thing. But he's interesting. I, I've used him a good bit, but. I'm kind of interested to see how the meta develops because I've tried to like combo my own things and see how he works. But yeah, he's he's gonna be interesting to see if he gets put into pro play like in scrims and whatnot. Have you come across a lot of people that quit out when they don't get him? Nope, actually, I haven't had oh, anybody do that yet. Oh, wow. Yeah, you never get that usually with, with new right. characters and games. Yep. it's very surprising. I don't think I've had anybody quit out on me when they don't get them and i've had a couple people like i've i'll play them like three games in a row and then i'll get put in and one of the randoms will be like hey can i have revenant and i'll pass them over like i want everybody to try them out like it doesn't oh, yeah. matter to me but another big addition to season four is the bold action sentinel sniper holy crap is that thing <laughs> mean I'm, I'm a big fan already it does I think it only does 65 damage to the body and like 130 to the head. But one thing that's different about this sniper than any other gun in the game is you can use a shield battery, which not a shield cell, a shield battery, which is one that will fill all of your shields. You can use it to charge up your weapon and it will crack their shields completely gone. Oh, I charge wow. it up, hit a dude with gold armor, hit him for a hundred shield, instant shield melted, gone. So it's it's different you can get like four shots off i think if you like fire one after another before the charge wears off but it also wears off over time so like you actually have to be tactical when you use that ability but yeah it's definitely it, uh, it's interesting does it, it i mean i'm sure it has special ammo is it like does it whenever you find it does it have like a stack next to it or is it just the four shots that's one thing that they changed with season four also is they added the addition of sniper ammo um, so there, we actually have sniper rifle as a category, but and now they take instead of taking you know heavy or light ammo because the G7 was technically I think labeled as a sniper. The G7 will take light ammo. It's not considered a sniper anymore. It's considered an AR. Whereas the Sentinel, the triple take, uh, the longbow, uh, I think I'm missing. There's one more that I'm missing. Uh, they all take sniper ammo now. So yeah. Uh, when oh, you find a, cool. a sentinel on the ground, you normally find two stacks of of sniper ammo on the ground with it. Is it a but, different color then than like yeah, all the rest? Just like yeah, where heavy is light blue, uh, sniper ammo is like darker blue, almost to the <laughs> point of like a purple. Oh. The, yeah, you can definitely tell it's a noticeable difference. Nothing that you'll get uh, nice. mistaken. 
but yeah that's for the most part they buffed and nerfed a lot of different weapons trying to get different things added where nothing's overpowered and well there's always balanced stuff going on though. yep like, and nothing that really be. made too big of a deal you know they changed the fire rate of the g7 i think it's a little bit slower now um mm -hmm. the eva with the double tap shoots a little bit faster now uh the r9 does slightly less damage um <laughs> So, yeah, you don't necessarily melt people, because that gun was straight overpowered. If you hit your shots, you get laser Oh, yeah, down. you put them in their body, they're done. So, it, it's nothing that I'm complaining about. It's a good balance. The game feels really good. It's just... and I, fix, I've, uh, muzzle flash? Muzzle flash has not been fixed. That's <sighs> one of my two big things that I want to see come into the game, is the reduction of muzzle flash, because when you're shooting, you just can't see... The, you can't hardly track the person. And I've been a believer in this since the game came out is solos. Solos and duos is the big thing for me that I mm -hmm. think that they should add. Um, not everybody has a full squad to play with. It, it sucks when you start getting into the random lobbies with these toxic players that, like we said earlier, they leave if they don't get the legend that they that they quote unquote main. Um, you know, some doesn't go their way. You know, they go down, they instant leave. You know, it's it's definitely taxing after a while. It's like okay, so now I gotta. 2v3 or 1v3 all the time. But. Right. Makes you almost not even want to play the game. Like, yep. you're not yeah. having fun. Yep, it's a turnoff. It's a, it's a huge turnoff. So, um, I think they're looking at it. The devs have kind of commented, I think, on, on solos again here recently. I need to look up what exactly they've stated on it. But we'll see. You know, the game's a year old as of Tuesday. So, wow. It's only a year a old. Year, it's a year still... ago, it rivaled Fortnite. Yep, yes it did. I, and I remember it releasing, and everyone was worried it was like Titanfall Battle Royale, and then it comes out and it's like, no, it's set in that universe. That's about as far as we get with it. Like, <laughs> yep, you can move fast like they do. Yeah, and, and we made everything no else fall perfect. damage. Yeah, and that was the big thing for me with, uh, and still is today with Apex, is the the fluidity of the movement in the game. How it's like momentum based like you can you can scoot across land if you move the right way it's just you cover a lot of ground and it's always been a big big catching point for me with the game what mm -hmm. other than that i think that about covers it for apex i think i got <laughs> pretty much at least for this week that, yeah for this week we'll see what happens next week you know Maybe they'll add solos this weekend or something. Oh, boy. Don't, don't listen to this. Be like, you, you guys won't what? hear from me for a while if that's the case. <laughs> Where's that Brett guy? <laughs> Last I saw, um, he was grinding for Predator. I'm busy. <laughs> yep, I think that's all I got for today. Yeah. Well, I think that about wraps up this week. So, for everybody that tuned in, thanks. For everybody that stuck around this long, and I know it was a really long one today. But it might not be this long in the future. It might be, we don't know. We could we could set a time, but we'll probably go past it. But at least for this week, I am Brandon, also known as Glendoni. That is G L E N D O N E Y at Twitter. James, say hello, James. That's me. That's me. Mm -hmm. He is. You you can find him at Audioist A U D I Y O S T on Twitter, and Brett. Yo over at Vaultic TV on Twitter. That is V-U-L-T-I-C TV. Or, if you didn't catch the stream, it is Vaultic at, well, it would be twitch.tv slash Vaultic, spelled the same way, just without the TV. And I think that's it. So, we'll catch you all in the next sit-down. Later, guys. Bye.